one thing that has been working for me is assigning like different days of the week to different types of content or even like having just some sort of like cadence that like, okay, Mondays I'm posting a motivational quote. Wednesdays I'm going to share like a client story. Welcome to Stay Paid Real Estate Marketing. Unlock the secrets of success in the real estate world where each episode delivers valuable tips and strategies to elevate your marketing game and help you succeed in both life and business. Brought to you by Reminder Media. This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our take action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content, geographic farming, and more. We've had the opportunity to help over 100,000 entrepreneurs over the last 20 years. It's really been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you and your business, be sure to check out ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. Take action on that today. Welcome to Stay Paid Real Estate Marketing. My name is Joshua Stike along with Luke Acree. And before we bring on our guest today, we'd love it if you take a minute to subscribe to Stay Paid on Apple Podcast or Spotify. If you're not already subscribed, while you're there, drop us a review. We'll read it here on the show. This week's featured review comes from Holly Pocket 98. Okay. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Holly Pocket. Sure Holly Pocket. But thank you, Holly Pocket. She says, Were you born in 98? Because <laughs> that would make me feel old. <laughs> my favorite podcast as a realtor, five stars. I've been listening to the show since July. And since I started, I've learned new strategies, marketing tools, and ideas for my real estate business, as well as the encouragement to stay consistent and disciplined. Joshua and Luke are wonderful hosts, and this podcast is so inspiring and educational. I love that they bring on other guests and are very on top of the times for marketing. I love sharing with other realtors also. Thank you, thank you, thank you for a great podcast and for inspiring realtors around the nation from Jacksonville, North Carolina. You have a big fan. Thank you very much. Awesome. Speaking of amazing guests who are up with the times and ready to drop some knowledge here for 2024. Our guest today is Haley Ingram. Haley is the creator behind Coffee and Contracts, a community started in 2019 to help agents grow online through the power of social media, allowing them to unlock more time to focus on their true passions. Haley, welcome to Stay Paid. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Haley, we're excited to have you on the show. What made you start the community of coffee and contracts? Um, what made you want to even invest your time there? Because you were selling real estate, if I um, know your background correctly. And so why go and venture into this whole community for agents helping them? Yeah, yeah. So I was a real estate agent um, back in like 2017. I was actually actually got my real estate license when I was in college. I had a marketing internship at a brokerage and that's kind of where I got to see real estate for the first time. And I was like a college kid with no idea what I wanted to do. And then I saw real estate agents and I was like, this looks awesome. I get to look at houses and help people like what a dream. And I like run my own business, no boss. Like I love it. So I got my real estate license um, and then moved to St. Pete, uh, moved to a new city and I was like, let's do a career in real estate. Why not? And I honestly had no idea like what being a real estate agent actually looked like. I was with like a small brokerage at that internship. So they kind of were just like helping me get started and giving me leads and stuff. So then I like joined a big brokerage and started on my own. And I had like a very rude awakening to what real estate actually is. Mm. Um, and I remember I was struggling really bad. I like the first year I like didn't sell a single house and the 
my manager at the brokerage was telling me to cold call and door knock. I remember she like, we were standing outside of some of one of like the top producers offices and she was, he was like on the phone making calls. She's like, you need to be like him, like on the phone all day making calls. And I was like, I'm, this is like not for me because I hate cold calls. Like, why would I do that? And I know it works for some people, but it was like so unnatural for me. I made one cold call and they told me to F off and I never called anyone again. <laughs> and then I went door knocking and I got scared that I was like going to get murdered or something. So I would just leave things at their door and like run away and be like, I did it. I, I door knocked. And <laughs> But basically, um, I was, I already had an Instagram account. So I kind of was like, why are we not using Instagram more? I feel like I can reach people through this free organic tool and it's a lot more natural for me. So I made an Instagram account um, called Home Sweet St. Pete and just started promoting my real estate business on there. And while I was doing that, I found that I like loved it so much. I ended up spending way too much time on Canva and doing all things marketing. Um, and, but basically slowly, but surely not right away, but I started to actually generate leads through Instagram. And like the majority of the houses that I ended up closing were from Instagram and people that found me on there. Um, and with that, I was also having other real estate agents reach out to me, asking me to help them with their social media. And I just, was falling in love with that. So I leaned into that, started managing social media for agents. At this time, I was like, I was also bartending at a, at a hotel to like pay the bills when I was trying to do real estate. I had just got a full-time job because I was about to throw in the towel on everything. So I was doing like all four, like real estate, managing social media, bartending, and then working, working a full-time job. Um, and then I started a website called coffee and contracts cause I thought the name was cute and started this membership community. And within two months I was able to quit all the other stuff and just do coffee and contracts. And that was in 2019. Um, and I've been doing coffee and contracts for like four years now. Why, why yeah. did it take off so fast? I think it was like the first of, I think there's like a lot of things like it now, but it was like kind of the first that anyone had seen of that kind of offer. I was at the time I was on Etsy selling a bunch of templates to agents gotcha. and creating logos and stuff. And then I was like, I actually met a girl. Um, her name is Katie Sonier. She's a personal trainer. And she uh, was telling me how she was a personal trainer at Equinox, had her one-on-one -on -one clients. And then she made a website where they subscribe and they all get a weekly workout plan. And there's a Facebook group where they check the form and everything. Um, and she was like, yeah, I went from having like 20 clients to thousands of clients because uh, wow. she put it into like a scalable business. And it didn't really click for me then. That's when I was like managing social media and doing Etsy stuff. But then I, I remember it like clicking for me and I was like, oh, wait, I could like make a website like that. And people could subscribe and get access to all the templates that I'm putting in Etsy and like the social media management and then it kind of just like built on that from there. That's incredible. How many members um, do you have or have yet? Um, so we've helped a lot of agents, but right now we have like 5,000 active members. That is incredible. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's fun. I love it. Yeah, that that's amazing. Okay, so, you know, tons of questions on, uh, I'd love to pick your brain on what you see is working on Instagram or social, um, you know, Instagram is just where my head's at always, but yeah. you know, what, what you see is working because the pain point I feel, and maybe other people feel this is 
it's really hard to get engagement uh, today because mm-hmm. there's so yeah. many people trying to do it. So there's so much more noise. Like, how do you cut through in your mind? Like, what's your thought process around that? There is a lot of noise on social media right now. It's exhausting. I have to log off a lot. <laughs> um, and there's all these different, like, you know, uh, marketers and people that are just constantly posting, like, use this viral real audio and you'll go viral yeah. and all that stuff. And I feel like you kind of have to, like, forget about all that, like, the hacks and stuff like that that are, like, the, you know, that's, like, exhausting if you're trying to, like, keep up with all that. Um, I think what worked for me when I was a real estate agent can still work today. And I think it's why coffee and contracts is working for me now um, is with both of those. I have like an ideal person in mind when I'm creating content and like, so like an ideal client or like, I kind of like in my, like in coffee and contracts there's a guy named nate that i know who's a real estate agent who is trying to grow on instagram like that i know personally and i've like texted with him about it so whenever i'm like creating a post i'm like i'm like literally thinking about him and like answering his question and i feel like whenever i was a real estate agent i would do the same thing with like first-time home buyers because i was super young i felt like that was my ideal client was someone who wanted to stop renting and buy their first home in saint pete so with every post that i was creating it wasn't like just a bunch of random tips and generic things. It was like very specifically for a person who was looking for their first home in St. Pete. Um, so that would be my biggest piece of advice is to just get really clear on who you're speaking to. Cause if you think about it, when you think about like whenever you come across an Instagram page and maybe you're like looking for a hairstylist or something and you come across a page that's like a bunch of, you know, different hairstyles or whatever. And you're like, yeah, this doesn't really apply to me. You're like looking for mm. a, a page that like, like, I don't know. I think of that because like I get my hair done like blonde. So I'm like, yeah, I when I look for like a hairstylist, I'm like, do they have clients that like are my hair type? You know what I mean? I don't know. So jo- Josh is over here going, he gets his hair done. Too. I get my hair done. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Uh, but you know, I think you're, I think you're spot on. It's like, because uh, reminder media, the, the company, our company that puts on this podcast is a marketing company. And one of the Mm -hmm. biggest things we tell people is very similar of like when you're writing copy or you're designing anything from an email to a postcard to what you're saying, social media posts, it makes so much sense. It's like most people write from their perspective Mm -hmm. because they're the Mm -hmm. one writing it. But you must write from the prospect's perspective, the consumer's perspective, whoever your audience is. you got to put yourself in those shoes. And that's just such a simple thing, but most people don't do it. And even Mm -hmm. so much, you know, I know you don't like cold calling and stuff like that, but even it applies to the phones, which Mm -hmm. is like, if you received a phone call today out of the blue from somebody that you did not know, how would that make you feel? And based Mm -hmm. upon how you know how you would feel in that instance, that's probably how they're feeling. So you need to craft your messaging to attack that pain point in that that situation. But I think so few people, I think your advice is spot on. So few people start there. They go more towards like the the beauty of the imagery or the the hook from a perspective of like what's going to be super clickbait versus the audience. Yeah. Yeah, I think you have to put yourself in your audience's shoes and think about whenever they're you know, come across your Instagram page for the first time, you get like that one, you know, 
however long they're going to be on your page, like 10 seconds to make that first impression. So I always recommend too, like having clear titles in your feed. So they see like, they're not going to follow you if they don't know you personally, or they know if they don't know what value they're getting from you. So you have to make that very clear on your page. Like look at your Instagram from an outsider's perspective and be like, what I, if I was a first time home buyer, would I follow this page? Cause I know that I'm going to get value out of it. So that's what it, one thing I always So you would recommend. focus uh, way more on like uh, doing your content around whatever value you want the audience to be versus like what I'm seeing is like, it's very difficult. I guess the question really for me is like, do you post personal stuff on your Instagram? Mm -hmm. Do you focus fully? Like if I'm using me as an example, we want to be known as a marketing company. We can help people with marketing. So a lot of my content has to do with, you know, marketing tips, right? Or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But those don't get the greatest engagement. So yeah. one of the things that's kind of close to it that got more engagement was like motivational. Because uh, mm -hmm. Instagram's all about motivation. Actually, the, the, there's a bunch of funny memes out there in reels right now going around of these, mo you know, people like us who do motivation. <laughs> that's like a joke. But, um, <laughs> you know, like motivation. And then the, the, the thing that gets the most engagement is I can post a marketing tip all day but if I turn around and post a picture of my family at Christmas, like I did, mm -hmm. it skyrockets in engagement. Have you like any thoughts and tips like from your experience of like how much personal, how much do I stick just to, hey, if a new home buyer is looking at my page, this is what they're going to want to know. Like, how do you think through that from your perspective? Yeah. So I think it's important to, even in like our businesses, that's a company that isn't necessarily like a service provider, like a real estate agent. It's also important to show like the founder of the company and kind of like the back end. I feel like now what's working on social media is the behind the scenes of the company and like what, you know, what you're doing and like your day to day, how you're running the company. And like um, one thing I'm focusing on as far as like personal content, it is hard to like figure out how often to kind of sprinkle that in. Um, but I think one thing that has been working for me is assigning like, different days of the week to different types of content or even like having just some sort of like cadence that like okay mondays i'm posting a motivational quote wednesdays i'm going to share like a client story fridays is going to be like a personal update for me and instead of it just being like here's a photo of my family happy new year like actually adding some sort of value to it like and telling a story i think that like the storytelling aspect is huge so that's saying, a great like, point yeah yeah, like here's what I learned in 2023 or, um, you know, like here's my goals for 2024 and what, what, what I've, you know, just like telling a story about um, like your personal life, but also like your business is your personal life in a way. Like what, like I feel like as your business grows, you grow personally as well and you're learning these, you know, learning things along the way. So I would just say like sharing what you're learning and sharing like the stories of your day to day, if that makes sense. Hey, real estate agents, are you looking for an incredible way to generate a consistent flow of new leads for your business? Try our Facebook lead generation program. The hardest thing for real estate agents when it comes to running Facebook ads is you're not sure how to create an audience on Facebook's management to actually be effective. You're not sure what the copy should be or the creative for the ad and even how much you should spend every single day to make sure you get a consistent flow of leads. We take care of all of that for you. 
Our team of Facebook lead generation experts have your back. After spending millions in Facebook ads ourselves, we know which ads generate the best leads and we'll set everything up for you. Some of our clients have spent as little as $10 a day on their ads and are getting an average of 34 new leads every month. Plus, there's no contract and you can pause your ads whenever you like. Visit ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidFollowUp and start getting a regular flow of new leads as soon as tomorrow. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidFollowUp. Take action on this today. How important is the aesthetic? Like, I know there was a time when it was, everyone had like themes and you could download like different looks and everything. Do you think that the aesthetic of the Instagram page uh, continues to, to be important and how much time should people be thinking, uh, spending thinking about that? I think it used to be a lot more important than it is now. And people used to like be really crazy about their feeds being perfectly aesthetically pleasing. I think it's a lot less important now. I think what's more important is consistency. Like if you're using like a ton of random colors and different styles, like not like you have to use the same exact font every time, but if like one of your posts is like super a feminine like Canva graphic and then the next one is like a super masculine motivational quote it's like whoa what is you don't feel like a, a sense of consistency from this person and like they're just kind of posting all over the place I think that's important just like consistency in your vibe and like style but then also just like the being having each post have like a clear topic of what you're talking about because when people a lot of times like with reels now you don't really see that like the cover photo or whatever like when you scroll um you see it more on the feed so i feel like it's kind of like i was saying earlier like curating a feed of like your portfolio or people or like your website that people can look at it and like kind of binge on your page and tap into things that they're interested in Mm. by the topic of it and then know that they want to follow you because they see like oh they're posting some really great topics here that i'm interested in now you use chat GPT a lot, right? I think I saw a post of yours. You had like some notes on how are you using chat GPT to create content? I use it way too much. <laughs> <laughs> like, like in my journal, like chat GPT knows way too much. I'm a little worried about who's on the other side of that. Um, but I love chat GPT. I think you do have to use it really to like strategically though, especially when creating content because it pops out some like really generic cheesy Mm. content if you don't use it right and i think you also need to take what it says and then like add your own words into it um some of the ways that i've been using it recently are if i have like a post like a lot of times i'll start a post with like my own idea of where i want it to go but i need help like finishing it or like uh you know like closing the thought kind of I'll like type out like what I have so far. Maybe it's like super messy. And then I'll just put like dot, dot, dot and be like, can you help me finish this? And it'll like help me kind of like clarify what I'm saying. (laughs) Um, And then, and it's also like, you have to remember that you don't just like take the output and be like, run with it. You can always respond and just be like, that's really cheesy. Can you change that? Or it'd be like, oh God, try again. That was terrible. And just tell it like what you didn't like and like keep, you know, shuffling. Um, but another thing that I like, one like tip that I've like recently learned that I'm loving using on ChatGPT is first of all, like start off by giving it a role. So like say, and you can make it like a crazy role. You can be like, 
uh, assume the position of a strategic LinkedIn copywriter who works with Gary Vee and specializes. Like you can like give it like wow. all this crazy credentials that it has and then say, um, one thing that I've been loving doing is saying, ask me, like I need to write a post on LinkedIn that kind of shares my personal brand story and experiences, but I'm having a hard time getting started. Can you assume this role and ask me questions one by one to help me create this post? And like at the end of three questions, write That's the post amazing. for me. I don't know. <laughs> that is open. amazing. Yeah, you can have it like kind of like interview you in a way and like get the que- get the answers out of you so that it can like pull it into a nice post. You can even ask it That's to awesome. like pretend like you're a journalist for Forbes and ask me these questions like what you know what I mean? So like you can kind of like give it that position and that's been working really well. <laughs> that is <laughs> just incredible. absolutely nuts. We're just one <laughs> step away from Jarvis. You know, from Iron him. Man. Yeah, I think we have him. He yeah. just doesn't speak yet. Yeah, he's just not a real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's what. What it would is. your top? Well, uh, sorry, scary. go ahead. Oh, I was just saying AI is scary. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would be your top? Um, like, if you could give someone three tips for Instagram in twenty twenty four, like where would you tell them to focus? What would your top tips be? Or social media in mm-hmm. general, but just since we've been on the Instagram topic. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, like I said, the ideal client, getting clear on like who you're talking to and having a clear message and a clear like w- know what you offer people, what's unique, what's your like unique value, and then having like a clear message that that like of how you help people. Um, my second tip would be one thing that I'm really into right now is just showing up on stories, like showing your face and connecting with your audience. I think stories is where I found that like all of my convert, like most of my like conversions happen, like kind of, you know, getting Mm -hmm. people to sign up or whenever I was a real estate agent, that's where like conversations would start. Like if I was, you know, previewing a house, I posted on my story and they're like, Hey, how much is this? And then that conversation starts and you can take it from there. Um, So I would say utilizing stories to just like show more of your personality and more of your day to day. And it's also like super easy content to create. Um, but it helps you to like build your community and, you know, connect with your audience. Um, third tip, my third tip would just be consistency and not overthinking it. And don't like, don't overthink all of your ideas to death. Just try different things. And one thing that I've struggled with is like not showing up because of like my ego or because I'm worried about like what so-and-so from high school will think if I post a reel like that. Um, so I would say focus on who you're serving and who you're helping instead of like what other people think about you. That's one thing I'm trying to do this year. I love that. That happens to me too. The, the people from high school, what they would think about me, yeah. all my siblings, because I was homeschooled, homeschooled yeah. siblings. All my homeschooled it's, siblings. It's now, definitely, I'm like, I'm constantly thinking about what my brother's thinking. When yeah. <laughs> it's so true. You can't help it. And it's like, you tend to always hone in on the one person it's like oh if i post this they're gonna think this is like you're not making content for just that one person yeah you know you're you're really ultimately making it for your life and for your your vision um just a technical question i don't know if you have any um, experience on this but it's like what's the engagement or view ratio of like stories compared to your reels that you find do you find it to be similar or do you find like reels are way more than your stories that could be another tip that you just made me think of is using the different types of content for different, for what they're like made for. So like when you're making a reel, that's what's 
also to answer your question, my stories get like a thousand to 2000 views and my reels can get up to like hundreds of thousands yeah, of views. Gotcha. Um, so, but so when I post reels, consider that you're going to be reaching a ton of new people that have never seen you before. Um, that's like the best content to use to reach new people. And then content like carousel posts are good for like providing value to your audience that they're going to want to save for later and like nurturing your current audience, not necessarily for like reaching a ton of new people. Um, and then stories are like way more, you know, only really your followers are going to see that. So that's a lot more like of where the like conversion and like starting conversations and just like getting feedback from your audience comes in. Um, so yeah, hopefully that answers your question. No, yeah, that, that, that helps. Cause I see similar like uh, stories are way less in views. Obviously. Oh, yeah. It makes sense by the algorithm and what's it, where it's pushing it and all that stuff. Um, do you think pictures are coming back in a big way? Um, mm, I feel like we can kind of look to TikTok for what's like coming on Instagram. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a good if point. If you guys are on TikTok, like right now, there's like kind of, it's like a carousel post. Yeah. But like you take your images and just add text to it. Yep. And, and then there's music. So then Instagram added music to their carousel posts. Um, so I think maybe posts like that, that aren't like the way that photos used to be on Instagram that are just like, here's a photo of. My, but it's like in a reel basically is how it feels like on TikTok. Yeah, it's like you're like swiping swipe automatically. Yeah. Yeah. It's swipe. like, but it's a picture. So then you're swiping the so And it's, it's cool to tell a story. Like I've seen some of yeah. those where they like tell a story of something that happened and you're like, okay, that's pretty cool. So I agree. I think that's coming. I think people are craving, like my gut tells me people are craving images more. And I think that's, I didn't even think about the, what TikTok's doing. That is probably what's going to happen on Instagram. Yeah. And like the authenticity of that, you can, the way that like the ones that do well on TikTok are, are like, you can tell that it's like, just, I snapped like a random photo of something and it's not like, there's not a filter and it's not like curated perfectly. It's usually like, like a professional image wouldn't do well on TikTok. It's like always like photos that were taken on your phone. So I think that that like, then that's like photo dumps that people are doing on Instagram where you post a carousel post or a swiper post with like a ton of photos from your trip. But, and you know, have you noticed like people will add like a, a ton of funny ones in there like yeah. that are like, you know, like realistic and like relatable. So I think that that is like a big aspect of that. Like not, like I wonder carefully. if, yeah, I wonder if the algorithm is looking at that. I wonder if the algorithm is looking, have you used a filter on this photo? Oh, yeah. Like, is this a professional image? I bet you it is. city ratings? Yeah, I, I bet you it is because yeah. I think people, obviously, they know people crave the authentic uh, content. I mean, there was a whole platform created. I forget what the social platform was be called. Something. Be oh, Real. Be Real. Be Real, yeah, because mm -hmm. uh, my wife's, little sisters were using it. And I was like, I don't even yeah. understand it. Why do I feel old right now? Because you like, are. I know. I'm not really. I'm not. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's sad when you feel old at 35. That's Haley, terrible. What can people expect when uh, joining your group, joining Coffee and Contracts? So um, we provide a content calendar with a daily social media post. Um, and it's basically... A ton of carousel posts, some real templates, some real ideas, but we've actually changed our platform a lot recently. We launched a completely new user experience this past year, nice. um, and we're going to be building a lot on it this coming year, so I'm so excited. Hopefully some AI features are coming. 
Um, but basically you log in and there's a daily strategy. So there's like three tasks that you can mark off to complete, to help grow your business and move the needle forward. And then it's just like a content vault of tons of templates and captions and content and ideas um, for you to use in your business. And then we also have a Facebook group for our members where we do trainings. Um, we have like a kind of an online group coaching. So we have a few coaches who will help you with anything you're struggling with um, through the Facebook group. So That's yeah, all, it's kind yeah, of the high level, like, but how can people sign up? Templates. Um, coffeecontracts.com. Um, you can easily just sign up, get access right away, no contracts, and you can cancel anytime. Awesome. And wow. you made a special promo code for state paid listeners? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stay paid for $15 off your first charge. Nice. Awesome. Love yeah, it. Thank sick. you so much for coming on, Haley. Uh, how else can people connect with you on Instagram or any other social media you want to connect with? Yeah, I would say the best place to find me is Instagram. Of course, I talk about it all the time. Um, but it's coffee contracts. Coffee, coffee contracts. and contracts was taken. So, <laughs> it, and the URL was taken. So. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you again, Haley, so much for coming on. And thank you all for listening. You can dive deeper into this episode, get the show notes along with all of those links and that special code that Haley mentioned over at staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode and want to show your support, head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a review, as well as a comment. And the best way to support the show is simply share this episode with someone that you know. If you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, you can follow our journey on Instagram as well. We are at Stay Paid Podcast for this episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Akery. Haley, thank you so much for coming on. A lot of golden nuggets there. I would encourage everybody, go check out her stuff. Go check out Coffee and Contracts. Definitely worth it. Great content. My action item for you on this is really simple. Go to ChatGPT or Bard and do that tip that Haley shared with you. Tell them that they are a copywriter for LinkedIn or whatever, right? They're, they're a journalist for Forbes and get them to ask you questions to interview you for a post on your social media. I thought that was such a great idea and something you can take action on right away. And it's free. Imagine that it's free. It just costs you your time. So remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every single business is top producers take action, take action on that step. 